Hello, listeners. In this episode of The Real Estate Podcast, hear words of wisdom from one of the best in real estate. HomeSmart agent Jay Friedman's team is ranked number three in the country in both transactions and volume. And today he shares a few of his secrets regarding the importance of building and nurturing a database to see success in your business. Wherever you are in your business, this is a valuable episode that can take your transactions to the next level. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Become a Database Millionaire, uh, our business builder here at HomeSmart. And uh, what we're going to do today, we're going to talk about building your database and your sphere of influence. Talk about expanding it. How do you increase the numbers or the contacts that are in it? And then how you actually engage those customers or those contacts that are inside your system. And then how do you harvest it? You know, and how do you reap the rewards of all of your hard work? So uh, just um, for those of you um, that are, uh, this is your first time, um, these are the four topics, like I said, uh, build, expand, engage, and harvest. Now, before I introduce Jay and we kind of interview Jay and talk about him, I want to kind of set the stage for a database and why we need to have a database and build our sphere. And I'm going to share with you real quick two statistics, two statistics that I want you to know. Every year, the National Association of Realtors, they do a study called the Profile of Home Buyers and Sellers. And they ask consumers, how did you reach your agent? How did you discover your agent? How did you engage or, you know, get to work with your agent? And what they found is, is that 80% of consumers engage with their realtor because of their realtor's sphere of influence. And if you flip that stat around, it's, it's 80% of a realtor's business last year came from referrals and from that agent's sphere of influence. Uh, roughly nine to 11% of it is referral business. Roughly uh, 60, 70% of it is um, the, the remaining balance is is sphere of influence and staying in touch with your database and your contacts. So, you know, if eight out of 10 deals are coming from referrals and working your sphere of influence, the key to that whole thing is a database and staying in touch with your consumers. Second statistic I want to share. They do a a study, they interview um, consumers every year, roughly every year, there's about 5 million homeowners that buy or sell a home and they interview uh, as many of them as they can. And in year one, 92% of those home buyers or sellers that bought or sold a home in year one, they ask them two questions. They say, would you use your realtor again? And would you recommend them to a friend? And basically in year one, 92% of consumers say, yes, I would use my realtor again. Yes, I love them. They were awesome. Yes, I'd recommend them to a friend. So then they wait five years and they go back and they interview that same pool of people that they interviewed in year one and they ask them five years later, the same two questions. Would you use your realtor again? Would you refer them to a friend? And the statistic normally, if we were in a, in a marketing session, I would ask the class, you know, what do you think the percentage is? And it's remarkably low. It goes all the way down to 13%. So from 92% to 13%, Um, that they love us year one, year five, they don't. And they ask them, I say, why five years ago you loved your agent today? You don't, Um, you know, what's the, what's the reason? And the majority of them all say it's because I don't even remember who my realtor was. I've lost contact with my realtor, which is a shame because 
again, 80% of our business or more comes from referrals and sphere of influence and staying in touch with our sphere. So those two statistics are the reason why we want to combat. We want to combat that. We want to set the stage. And now I want to get to our special guest on the phone. Jay, thank you for the webinar. Jay, thank you for being here. I want to tell you a little bit about the caliber of a realtor and real estate team that, uh, that um, Jay and his team are and the type of agents that they are. Every year at our national awards um, ceremony, we honor the top time, um, top five teams nationwide. And um, every year that I've been involved, I can remember Jay being in there. And last year, Jay and his team, uh, they were number three ranked nationally across the country in both transactions and volume. So uh, Jay, please, everybody, please welcome um, here on the webinar with me, Jay Friedman, uh, Jay Friedman Realty Team from HomeSmart Eye Care Realty in Sacramento. So Jay, uh, you know, say hello to everyone. Hi, everybody. Hope you're having a good day today. And thanks so much for listening in. I love it. Or watching in, actually. I guess you're watching it, which is kind of freaky. But, a little but, bit of both. A little yeah. bit of both. This is great. Well, um, and the reason is, I mean, you don't get to be number three. Um, the reason why we're starting with Jay um, and his team and to talk about um, how he works his sphere of influence in his database, you don't get to be number three in the country nationally without um, knowing how to build and expand, engage, and, you know, harvest um, a database. So real quick, um, Jay, uh, that's his uh, broker, Isom, um, on the left right there. So uh, thanks, Isom, for um, giving Jay a great home up there in Sacramento. Um, that's Jay, came down to visit us in uh, Scottsdale last year. Um, here's Jay's updated, um, or one of his most recent photos here. Jay has a great team up there in the Sacramento area. And... Um, you know, they're all good looking too. Well, you know, what can we do? You know, all <laughs> we can do is try. <laughs> I love it. Well, let's dig right into the heart of it. Uh, before I go, um, um, we dig into the four points. I want to talk real quick though about what you got up on the back um, wall back behind you. Um, I've been to your office. I know what's up there. Um, but why don't you tell everybody what's, what's in those posters, uh, pictures back there. So um, actually I've got, Lots of different memories. I got some clients' houses that I've sold. I've got pictures of my family partying, you know, boating, uh, vacation pictures from a, across the country. Um, uh, just all good stuff, you know, keep me energized. Remember why I'm doing what I do for the long hours that I do. And every time I walk in the office, I see those memories and it just keeps, keeps it all real. I um, love it. Yeah. Yeah, and I remember when I was there, some of the photographs of some of the um, some of your customers, you know, like families and young people moving into a home or their dream home. So, a lot uh, of a lot of people forget why we do what we do, and yeah, we all want to make money, but the reality is, is we're making our clients' dreams come true, and in the process, we make our dream, our own personal dreams come true too. So it's really a blessing. It is. It is. And that comes through uh, every time I talk to you. So Jay, uh, thank you so much for being here today. Let's talk real quick about the four topics then, um, or the four areas, you know, um, of building and maintaining a database, you know, becoming a database millionaire. So uh, I'm kind of just going to interview you, ask you some questions here and uh, just have you share. And then what we're going to do is we're going to do a recap of kind of what you share with us. We're gonna send it out um, this week 
um, from the marketing team. We'll recap that, send it out. We'll post some things up online for everybody to share. But all of you, go ahead and take some good notes because, uh, you know, um, I just know the caliber of agent that you have here with us today. So real quick, Jay, at one point, you were not a realtor. You Correct. were, uh, at some point, you decided to get into the real estate business. Um, how did you get started with contacts, a database, um, beginning to get your business off the ground? What did you do to begin? Okay, well, first things first. I mean, before I was a realtor, I was actually a sales manager for a car magazine. All okay. of, it's a national publication. Um, and I loved that. That was amazing. I was a car guy. And so that was like a dream come true job for me, traveling all over the country, going to car shows, visiting and, visiting and entertaining clients all over and getting paid for that. And it was awesome. Um, but as the internet started getting more popular, print advertising started getting on the decline. I knew it was time for a change. And the only thing that I like as much as cars are houses. And so my wife had actually made the suggestion that I look into real estate and I thought she was nuts. I'm like, seriously, I mean, going from having a nice salary and commissions and bonuses um, to being straight commission, it was very, very scary. But um, my wife had worked for a real estate agent down in Southern California for a year when we lived down there. So she had an idea of what I was getting myself into, even though I totally was oblivious. And so with her support and her confidence in me, um, is really where I kind of got the, the kick to say, okay, let's do this. And, and just so you know, this was not easy. I mean, this was a really big step for us. My wife does not work. She hasn't worked since my daughter was born, since we relocated up to the Sacramento area. Um, she hasn't worked since 2003. That's when we moved back here. And so for me to quit a job and to go out and build a real estate business was definitely very scary. Um, but I knew that I had a, a wife and a daughter I had to support. And so it was either succeed and fate and do a great job or not. And not is not an answer. Right. Well, I love it. That's a great um, background and a great story. And um, I met your family. You have a great family, by the way. Um, but, you know, at one point you're dealing with contacts, right? Okay. And so first things first. Okay. I'm sorry. I totally got on a chance. No, no, no. That's good. That's good. But how, how'd you get started? Like what'd you do? Right. So first thing I did is I, I started begging for open houses. You know, I started talking to agents in the office and said, Hey, you got a house I can hold open this weekend. So it was every Saturday, every Sunday, every holiday, Memorial Day, Labor Day, my friends were out having a good time and doing what they're doing. And I was working, I was sitting in a house and I was hoping that somebody would walk in and that person would walk in and they would like me because the reality is there's thousands and thousands of realtors, but why would they want to use me? So I just got to make myself presentable and be open and friendly and just be me. And if they didn't like me, then I have to work and find somebody else. But the reality is that people walk into open houses looking for a realtor. Now, if they already have a realtor, then, you know, can you convert them over to be your client? That's kind of a gray area. And I could talk about some of the things that I do to, to possibly do that, but I try not to step on people's toes. Um, the reality is that our clients are our clients forever if we do a good job. Um, but if we don't do a good job, they're going to take off. And the same thing goes for other realtors. If they're not doing a good job and their clients walk into an open house or meet another realtor someplace and they like them better, if they don't feel like they're getting what they want from their realtor, it's really easy for them to switch to somebody else. 
Right. So uh, at that point, you didn't really have any listings. You're working open houses and you decide, but, but people are walking in the door. Um, you're obviously meeting people. Um, so what did you, what was your first uh, database? Was it just your phone? You know, like, was it? No, no, I didn't even have emails on my phone back then. Um, I actually have a client of mine. Is actually today's his birthday or yesterday was his birthday. But um, Matt is like, dude, I can't believe you don't have your emails on your phone. He's like, and I'm like, uh, every day I would go show houses or try to meet clients to go show houses. And I go back to my office and I'd respond to all my emails. And it just got to be the point where I could be home three hours earlier if I had been checking my emails throughout the day. And so I finally, I got a Blackberry. Um, Cause at that point I didn't even have a Blackberry. I didn't have an Apple iPhone or anything. And so I used a Blackberry for about a year. So at least I could multitask and get right. some of my emails done throughout the day. Um, and uh, so basically, yeah, yeah. So okay, so you started out, you started out with kind of your contacts in your email. Yeah, uh, you know, let's let's fast forward to today though. Um, what's your process or your system with contacts? Do you use software? Yeah, yeah. So I um I actually I'm a huge advocate for Brian Buffini. Um, so back to when I was first starting my business. Um, I was sitting in open houses trying to meet people and I don't even know that I had a database at that point. I was just taking pieces of paper with contact information and just keeping track of people. And one of the things I'll never forget, Jerry Lip, um, one of my clients, he had, I met him at an open house in Rockland and he walked in and he's like, I'm looking for this, 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 and that. And I'm like, okay, well, do you have a realtor you're working with? He's like, no, I'm not committed to anybody. And I'm like, okay. And I went home that night. And instead of watching TV and doing nothing, I looked for this, 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 and that. And I emailed them over to him. So this is on a Saturday evening or a Sunday afternoon. I sent it all over to him and then I followed up with him on Monday. And I'm like, hey, did you get that email I sent you? He's like, oh my gosh, I couldn't believe you actually jumped on it. He's like, I've met dozens of realtors over the years and none of them jump on it. The key is a lot of people forget. Like, if you want somebody to work with you, we got to give them a reason to want to they're not going to just work with you because they met you and they like you and they think you got a great smile. You've got to give them what they're looking for. And sometimes that means we have to work long hours. And that's the thing. Like when we're realtors, I know a lot of people become a realtor because they can make their own hours. Right. But the reality is that this is a full-time job. It's a full-time business and it could be a very lucrative one. If you treat it like that, if you treat it like a part-time job, then you'll get paid like that. And, and, and so you got to be consistently working, always be working. There's a, there's a saying, it's called ABC, always be closing. Eh, I, I kind of prefer the ABW because as long as you're always working, you will be closing. I like that too. I like that. And I've also heard a ABS always be serving, yeah. right? You know, yeah, exactly. If you come at it yeah. from that attitude. You're trying to help him. You got back to him with the information he was looking for yeah. that always eventually pays dividends, right? Well, and even this last, um, this last weekend, I, I held a new listing open myself and I don't do a lot of open houses anymore. Um, I have a team now and they're always looking to do open houses, but everybody already had stuff scheduled and I have this new listing. So I held it open and I had a lady come in and I told her, I'm like, I made it, I may not get you this information today, but if not, I'll get it to you on Monday. But instead of waiting till Monday, I sent it to her on Saturday and she and I have already been emailing back and forth. Love and um, so you know, hopefully she'll turn into a buyer and we'll make something happen with her. 
Love it. Okay, so at some point though, you had to build some sort of a database and build a system. So um, how many contacts did you start with way back when, just ballpark? Okay, so I grew up here in Roseville. And so growing up in town, I always thought that it'd be pretty easy. But the reality is everybody and their uncle knows a realtor. You know, whether it's their, their cousin, their best friend, their mom, their mom's best friend. I mean, everybody knows a realtor. And so the reality of building a database, it wasn't as easy as I thought. Um, coming from a marketing background, I actually started doing, um, I had a game plan. I was going to be this biggest, best realtor. And I was going to have advertising all over and billboards on the side of the freeways and park benches and, you know, grocery carts and all this crazy stuff. And then um, I was introduced to Brian Buffini, which is specifically working by referral. We're not working word of mouth. And so many people get that confused. We're right. not working with for people to talk about us we're working by referral which means we're asking for that business we're asking for that referrals and so um once i went to uh, i think it was called the turning point retreat back then um i really started understanding exactly the mentality behind the working by referral methods um so buffini database it's called the referral maker so i use a referral maker and brian says you should have no more than 100 people in your database and the reason being is you want to go deep, not wide. Well, that's great if you only want to make a couple hundred thousand or 300,000 a year, but I, I want to make a lot more than that. And so I think at this point we have about 350 contacts in there and they're all um, rated A, B, and C. Um, and then there's D. So the people who I really don't want to market to, um, I don't want to spend money to reach out to, um, they kind of get put into that D state. I don't delete them per se. I just don't market to them on a regular basis. Um, so that I have about 350 people in there. Now, before that, um, before I had the referral maker, I actually did a spreadsheet. It's kind of fun, actually. Um, I did a spreadsheet, an Excel spreadsheet to keep track of who I was working with. Love it. Um, I literally, I had, um, I had it broken down. So it would say, you know, buyer, seller, and their names and their phone numbers. And then when they got, when I got them into escrow, then they would get moved into a different spot. And then when they closed, they got into a different spot. Well, to this day, I've deleted all the buyer and the seller and the, that stuff. Um, but I do keep a spreadsheet and it's still every year I update it from 2005 all the way till today, even though I use the other website, um, the other database to keep track of people, I have that spreadsheet. It's really cool and uh, humbling to look and to see in first year I sold 10 houses, the second year I sold 24, third year I sold 17. That was 2007. That was a rough year. And, um, and then going into 08, I just like, I was struggling. It was a rough year. Real estate market was falling. Um, my dad had just passed away. My dog had just died. My son had just been born. So now my wife is at home with two babies instead of one. And business was like different. It was like changing. I'm like, okay, um, what am I going to do? And so my uncle gave me kind of a pep talk to stop worrying and to start working. And I ended up selling 36 transactions that year. And it's just gone up since. So 2008 till today and last yeah. year, um, last year, it, it just, it kind of just builds on top of itself and it is I, about 90% of the business that's referrals. I love, I, so many top agents that I know do keep um, have some sort of an Excel file, even though they might use some other system or process or uh, software, um, you know, because some of those software systems you can import and export, you know, CSV files and you got yep. Christmas cards and holiday yep. cards and, yep. you know, everything else. So uh, that's awesome. That's um, 
Well, uh, okay, so going on, building on from, okay, you built it, you've got something, you've got a database you're working, expanding, you know, and um, adding to, you know, that database on a regular basis. Um, I know, you know, like, um, yep, yep. is there a process that you follow when you meet someone or when you get an inquiry? Yes. Um, so the first thing I do is I'll, I want to talk to them on the phone um, and talk to them and try and figure out if they're real or not. Um, if they're not real, then I'll be honest, I don't typically put them in my database. Um, it, once they become a client, then I'll put them into my database. Now, we've just started expanding with KV Core, which kind of is a conversion spread um, right. database that kind of does some drip mailings and stuff on its own. Um, I need to start adding to that so that even those people who aren't truly real, um, I can actually still drip on them and possibly turn them into something a little more, you know, compound. Um, so I, I, I'm a little old school with that. Um, so I do start with a file. I use two different files. Um, so for listing leads, I use blue and for buyer leads, I use red and that way I kind of keep track. And when they're just a buyer, then their name is on the data is on this on the folder as their name. And once they get become an escrow, then I change that over to the address. And um, when I have a lead for a listing, I'll do the same thing. I'll start with the blue, but I'll start with the address on there and I'll print out the tax records for the property. Um, if it had been the MLS in the recent 10 years, I'll have that listing printed out. I'll put that in there and then I'll start doing some notes in there. And, um, that way I kind of have them top of mind and present and in a drawer right here. So I'm constantly thinking about them. So I'm a little old school when it comes to that. I don't just depend on my database. I do use paper. I, that's okay. That's great. I've talked to another agent recently that, that they use paper the same way. Um, it's, it's what works, what works yep. for you. Yep. I like and that. once everything gets, you know, once it becomes a contract, then it gets uploaded into the home smart system by my assistant and then she, at the end of everything, she'll end up shredding the paper and download everything onto a disk. So I have disks for every transaction that I've closed since I started in 2005. Um, and I just tell my clients, look, you guys don't need to kill a tree, print all this paperwork. If you ever need anything, just let get a hold of me. I'll have it. And it's just another uh, way to serve a purpose and to oh. provide value in the future. So I imagine you get some phone calls every now and then say, Hey, remember me? Uh, do you still have that all, electronic all the time? All yeah. The time. yeah. Okay. And, and I'm always giving out business cards. I'll be honest. I, um, I mean, we're always working, right? I'm a real, I mean, if I'm not giving my business card out, then I'm not doing my job and not everybody. I don't ask everybody, Hey, you want to buy or sell a house? You know, I just, I'll make sure that they know what I do and that I'm here to help them. And there's sometimes I'll tell people, Hey, you know, even if you are just curious about what your house is worth, I know you're not moving right now, but you just want to know, feel free to call me. Um, I have a moving truck that I provide for, you know, friends and family and schools and churches and whoever wants to use it for any reason. I mean, I just got hit up by a local realtor um, that works for one of the local builders and he's like, Hey, can I use your truck later this month? I need to move. Of course. <laughs> You know, it's like I, I make myself known and available to help. And that's how you get referrals. Those, a lot of times those new home agents, they have people that come in that need to sell. Well, who are they going to refer them to? Right. Hopefully to me. Right. All right. So tell me about your truck. How, uh, how long is it? Like, you know, is it, and it's obviously you got marketing on the side, right? 
contact info. It's about this big. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. No, but in all seriousness, after we ordered the truck, the, they had this made and sent to me as kind of an example. Right. And it got the logo, my phone number, the website, my picture. And that was, my wife was like, you want your picture on there? I'm like, well, babe, I spent a lot of time at Starbucks and around town. And I want people to recognize me as that guy that has that truck. I'm like, right. not everybody's going to know me as a name. So, right. Yeah. yeah, I've got my picture on there. And it's 16-foot box. Um, it's free to rent. You know, I just, I let people know I've got people all, all the time that are using it. And my team loves it because they can have their clients use it as well. Right. And it's just that much more recognition. So, um, and that was actually another one of my wife's brainstorms to come up with that idea. Just another way to provide smart. She's pretty smart. Yeah. yeah, it sounds awesome. Well, you know, it's sitting in front of the home when they're moving in for how many hours or days, right? Advertising exactly. to all the neighbors, right? Exactly. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Okay. So real quick, before we move on from expand, um, let's just say maybe there's a moment where it's like, hey, I need to fill up my pipeline a little more. I need to put a push on. So sure. I want to expand my database. Yeah. What's, what's one nugget, one golden nugget, or what's one thing that you would do to push to expand your database? If you put on a push right now, pick up the phone and call people and just make yourself present. Make sure that they remember that you're there and literally just call and just say, hi, see if you can schedule some time for coffee. Um, just face to face. You just need to pick up the phone and call people. And these can be people that fill your, fill your love. You know, they really fill your heart. People you really enjoy spending time with, or they could be people that you haven't talked to in six months or a year. Um, and you could literally even just send a text and be like, Hey, you know, this is Joe Bob Smith with so-and-so Realty or just not even do that. Just say, hey, this is so-and-so. I was just thinking of you and just want to reach out and say hi. If there's anything I can help you with at all, let me know. And just by making yourself show up, all of a sudden, text messages are great because they always get read. Emails go into the junk. And right. sometimes they just get, you know, every morning I get up. And the first thing I do is I go through and delete, 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 delete. And I, I'll be honest, a lot of those deletes are coming from lenders and title officers that I really don't care about. Um, right. But an email, if I got a text message from one of them, I'd respond. You know, right. if they send me a text, hey, this is so-and-so, you know, just thinking of you, thanks, great to hear from you, yep. something. Um, you know, all those leads that didn't convert into anything, pick up the phone and call them and just touch base, see how they're doing, see if they bought a house. If they did, how are they enjoying their house? How did the process go? Did they enjoy the, did they think the realtor did a good job? Because a lot of times you're going to find out that they didn't. And if they didn't do a good job, then you can kind of slide in there and take over and be their realtor. Right. You know, just like you had just talked about Todd, how there's a lot of people that within the first year will remember who the realtor is. And of course they'll refer them to somebody, but then what happens? How come five years later, they don't even remember who the realtor is? Well, they're not doing their job. And that's how come so many people fail in this business. They aren't doing their job. I mean, part of our job is now and forever. I mean, yeah, we want to sell them a house or help them sell their house, but we don't want them to forget about us. Right. We want to make sure that we are still present and available and that people don't forget. And it, I'm very active on Facebook and you guys are more than welcome to check out my Facebook page. It's um, you can check out my, um, my business page, which is Jay makes real estate dreams a reality. Um, or you can check out my personal page. It's totally open and it's public. Um, hates My mom hates it because she's like, man, you're too open and everybody knows what you're up to. And it's like, well, mom, I'm not very secretive. And honestly, I don't have any enemies out there. I can 
positively say that I don't have any enemies. And, um, and so I'm not afraid of anything. Yeah. There's some crazy people in the world, but you know what? I can't live my life worrying about it. Right. So okay. So is. that leads us right into just what you're talking about is, you know, five years later, they still have to know who we are. That happens by engagement and having yeah. regular engagement with our clients. Um, could you repeat one more time what your business Facebook page is again? Yeah. Everyone. J, um, J-A-Y. So J makes real estate dreams a reality. Love it. Awesome. All right. So let's talk a little bit about engagement real quick. So what type of, um, you've already been talking, okay, texting, you talk about picking up the phone, you know, um, you know, how often do you engage with your customers, um, your sphere? Um, can you give any specific examples or types of messages that you send out? Yeah. Some of them are as, as simple as, you know, seeing their saying, like if they're, if they have a special car that they drive that they're into, if I see one driving, um, that's an excuse to pick up the phone um, and call them and just touch base. If, um, you know, I have some clients of mine that are in manufacturing and, you know, if I see something that they make, uh, you know, when I'm out and about, then I'll send them a message um, and just take a picture of it and I'll send it to them. Um, it just makes them know that we're thinking of them and I want them to think of me whenever they think of somebody that's looking to buy or sell a house. And it's so funny because, um, I'll never forget this. And you guys can take this to heart too. When I first started in real estate, there was another realtor here in town. He's no longer with us. He, he's passed away, but he was an older gentleman. And he told me, you want to make sure that you have at least two title officers working for you. And I was like, really? Why? He's like, well, because they're both going to work hard for your business. And so I did that for a little while. And then I started thinking about this and I'm like, what am I doing? I want to be the one realtor that my clients call. I don't want to have to be between me and somebody else. So I did. I got really engaged with one title officer who I work with on a regular basis and I try and use her all the time. And the other one, not so happy. But you know what? She dropped the ball one too many times and I moved on. Well, with me, I want to be that realtor. I don't want anybody to have between me and between them. And I got a call this morning from a client and it's always funny when I get a text message, Hey, this is so-and-so. It's like, I know I got their number saved. I never delete phone numbers. You don't ever want to delete contacts. I think iPhones will hold like a hundred million contacts. I mean, there's so much storage on those things now. Love don't it. ever delete anybody because there's no more, nothing more impressive than, Hey, Kevin, how you doing? Great to hear from you. Oh my gosh. You still have my phone number in there. Of course I do. Why would I get rid of your phone number? What can I help you with today? You know, and they want to go look at a property this afternoon. And so I, I've set up a time to go see him. But, you know, I started helping him and his wife about four years ago. And they, at that point, they decided that they were going to stay put. They weren't going to move. And you know what? That's totally cool because that happens. I mean, not everybody that we meet sells or, and buys a home. But if they do decide to, we want to be the one that they call. And do I call Kevin all the time? No. Do I text him all the time? No. But am I in front of them? Of course. I, every month, I send out mailings to my database, to my A, Bs, and Cs. Every month, I send out an e-blast to everybody in my database, in, including the Ds, because it doesn't cost me any money to email them something. And okay, so, so how many numbers, numbers-wise, um, uh, emails? How many emails? There's thir 350 um, different contacts. Some of them are husband and wife. So okay. that may go up to about 500, 550, something like that. When you include the husband and the wife's both. Okay. Um, and then, um, 
my mailings go out to 230 okay. agencies. And so they go out every month and I have my assistant stuff those envelopes. It's not her favorite day to get onto the envelope stuffer and do it. She kicks me out of the office because that thing is loud, um, <laughs> but it's, it's all good. And, and she takes care of that for me. It's just one less thing I need to worry about. And so you actually, you actually bought an envelope stuffer. Yep. Well, not stuffer, but um, trifold. So it trifolds. Okay. And then my assistant stuffs the envelopes and labels them. So she prints them out onto the, the, um, the Avery stamp, Avery uh, labels. And gotcha. then I have, you know, the okay. stamp. Yep. The, the address back. So, okay. um, so she takes care of that for me. So and when you're doing, when you're doing letters, what do you send out? Um, it, uh, actually, uh, because I follow Brian Buffini, I use his slicks. So he actually, they have a different thing out of a value that they do every month that I pay for. And, um, you know, sometimes it's talking about credit repair. Sometimes it's talking about remodeling. What's the best way to get the best bang for your buck. Sometimes it's talking about current market values and fluctuations of what's going on. Um, it's not, it's, I don't want to say that it's all real estate. Um, it's not all real estate all the time. Like I know some people spend hours and build, um, like a monthly, um, letter from the heart. And those are great too, because people really like those. Um, I do a Christmas card every year for Christmas um, and Thanksgiving time. I do a special something for anybody who's either bought, sold, or referred me a client. Um, I don't do closing gifts. I feel like they're cheesy. I don't think they're appreciated. I think everybody expects something. And when they don't get something, then they forget about it just like that. Um, and then they get surprised at Thanksgiving time when I send them a nice letter that says, thank you, you know, um, thank you for your business. Thank you for your involvement in my life and being a part of it. And right. so I do something at Thanksgiving time instead of at the closing. Um, I have some team members that, you know, they, they have, um, or they used to, I, I kind of talked them out of it, do the, um, the home warranties at closing. And I'm like, man, that's 400 and something dollars that you're doing. I don't think that the buyers appreciate it. Um, honestly, I don't think that they do. And I mean, it's just something that they, they get and then they forget about it. Um, there's been times that I've had transactions where I had to spend thousands of dollars on repairs on the homes to keep things together. Um, but you know what? It's an investment in, in that transaction and in the future. And you can't be blindsided for the now and not right. think about the future because what we do now leads to a positive future. Um, well, and that but, is something that the homeowner appreciates at that point or the home oh, seller, right? For sure. And they never forget it. Right. They never forget it. And, you know, when you, the last thing you want to do is have somebody, have somebody actually um, be so close to closing and then have the deal fall apart with $1,000 in dry rot because somebody refuses to pay for it. Right. You know? Right. Um, okay. I love it. So, so real quick though, you get that. So you sign up for that monthly service where you get like a box delivered yeah, from yeah. the Buffini group, right? Yeah. Um, Haley's so going to grab one. It's pretty much done for you and you follow that process then every month with engaging your sphere. Yeah. Um, it makes it a lot easier. I'm, I'm really don't want to reinvent the wheel. They, right. they pay thousands of dollars to develop this system to make our lives easier. And so I follow it and I have followed it since 2005. Love it. Love it. Well, okay. So real quick, um, harvesting, actually reaping the reward. Okay. You have people you're engaging with, right? How do you, 
you know, you know, how do you get them off the fence? How do you get them engaged or how do you, how do you harvest it? And I guess I want to start with one question. So Where did your last transaction come from? The last transaction you closed, where did it come from? Kirkwood was the last one. Which one closed? Kirkwood. That was the last one I closed. It's Kirkwood. Okay, hold on. Like, were they past client? Were they an internet lead? Were they Who somebody called off a newsletter? Somebody that... Hold on one second, Todd. I'm drawing yeah. a blank. Too many transactions. That's a good problem, but... That's a good problem. Yeah, you... The savages. Okay, um, the savages actually were a referral from a friend of a friend. So, um, so I would actually, have expected that from you. I would have expected that answer from you that it was a referral. <laughs> yeah, it was a referral from a friend of a friend, um, and actually, I'd never heard um, anything real estate related from Richard and Kelly before. Um, I met them at numerous family parties over at friend at our friend's house. Um, you know, when I used to have a quad, I used to go motorcycle riding with them. I got rid of my quads in 2010 or 11. Um, so I haven't spent a lot of time with them other than at like little get togethers at people's houses. And these other people had met this other realtor in. So the savages met a realtor in an open house and um they ended up writing an offer on a different house with those people and it went all bad, like, like so bad. And I'm not, I don't know the details. I didn't really, um, I didn't want to waste my efforts finding out those details, but what I can tell you is I, the, um, so Richard and Kelly, their son and daughter or their daughter and son-in-law like mom, dad, why aren't you calling Jay? I, we told you to call Jay before you met that realtor. Why haven't you called Jay? And so then they reached out to me and they texted me mom and dad's number and they told mom and dad to call Jay. So of course, before I'd heard from them, I had reached out, introduced myself and offered my services. Um, the next thing I did is when I talked to, the, to um, Lois on the phone, I had told her, first thing I said, it was like, you know, it was really great to, to, to be introduced to you. I really appreciate it. I know what a big deal it is to be moving from Southern California to Sacramento and it's nothing to be taken lightly. Um, you know, what what exactly happened and so they went into some of the drama and just kind of went over i pit, i listen i always ask questions right i want to make sure i don't do the same mistakes right um but it's pretty irrelevant like stuff that i would never do so i just kind of let it go um the next thing i did is i asked for the mailing address and then it goes back to the brian buffini thing so um just go back just for a second so these are like kind of the slicks that he sent out they're nice four color slicks and they come printed already um and then on their website you can download the cover letter that goes with it super simple super easy okay so then in addition every month i get um 50 of these these are note cards these are your best friend these are money and as much as we don't want to take the time to do that they're so heartfelt and literally you could just send out notes and i do this every day I send out five notes. I have Haley write the envelopes, but I'm kind of control freak. So I don't let her write the notes, but she goes through my database, pulls five people's names and writes envelopes for me to then put a little note in there and drop in two business cards, two, one for themselves and one to give away. Always give away two business cards when you meet somebody new and you always give away two. They're very inexpensive. Just give away two. Just do it. Just do I it. I love it. Um, Haley, can you close um, and then, so I got Lois's mailing address. The first thing I did is I sent her a personal note 
thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me. I look forward to helping you with your relocation up here. Um, please feel free to call me with no stupid questions in real estate. And I dropped that in the mail. So she got my business card. So then the next time she was coming to town to go look at homes, we went and looked at homes. Um, and we looked at like 10 properties that day. Um, and then the next time we, uh, she reached out to me and said, hey, Kelly told me about these two houses. Will you go take a look at them and FaceTime with me? No problem. So I met Kelly, but I knew if I was going to take the time out of my day to go show Kelly these two houses, after I looked at them on the MLS, I knew they weren't going to be liked. I knew what she wanted. They weren't what she wanted, but they would have worked. You know, they would have worked. They were in the right, right neighborhood. But I didn't want to make sure, I wanted to make sure that I didn't overlook something. So I went into the Metro list and I looked and I saw a house and I'm like, this is the house. And it wasn't one of the two she wanted to look at, but it was the house. It had everything she wanted. And actually I mentioned it on, um, on my Facebook. Um, it had the pine trees. It had the east facing backyard. It had the covered patio. It had no need for upgrades, no need for improvements. It had the two and a half car garage. So I took them over to it and it was the house. And we got it, we wrote it up and we got the offer accepted that day. Love it. And that's why, that's the house you took them to first, right? No. Oh no. Oh. Last. Okay. Oh, okay. Let, let them look at the ones that they want to look at first. And then I said, okay, now that we've looked at those, I got another one I want to show you. And this is the right house. Got so it. We looked at mine first. And ironically, right. it was actually in the same cul-de-sac as the house that they had put an offer in. It didn't get accepted. And this one made... It, it, it was about 600 square feet smaller, but they didn't need the extra square footage. It's just a husband and a wife. They don't need the right. extra square footage. Right. Perfect. Uh, that's a great lesson there on uh, harvesting. All right. So last thing real quick, just 30 seconds. When we've talked build, we've talked expand, we've talked engage, right? What do you think of when you think of harvesting? Like planting seeds. Always got to be planting seeds. Um, so, I mean, whether you meet people at the gym, you meet people at Starbucks, you meet people through friends, just make sure that they all know what you do. And you don't always have to, like, you know, for instance, yesterday I met somebody, um, new friends of my son's parents. And first, you know, I started asking them questions, try to get a little bit to know about them so that they want to ask a little bit more about me. And then they did. And then boom. Oh, what do you do? I'm a realtor. I sell homes. Oh, okay. That's great. And then that was the end of it. I didn't want to be like, do you know anybody who wants to buy or sell a house? Cause right. I don't want to be that guy, you know, but I want to make sure that they know what I do. And, um, and I want to make sure that they have my contact information. And so of course I got in this case, I got their contact information first cause my son was going to be going over there. He's 11. Um, I got their contact information and then I immediately sent mine. And I told her, this has my office address. It has my home address. It has my personal phone number. I'm like, it's got anything you need on there. Right. Um, now, obviously, I'm not going to give my personal address to just anybody, but this is a friend of my son's. So right. I want right. to have that. Um, well, you got to make yourself available. I love it. Well, Jay, um, I'm telling you, uh, here it is. I knew this was going to be good. And like 45 minutes is just like blown by with so much good content and info. So um, from the bottom of my heart, I want to say thank you. Um, thank for thank you for being part of the HomeSmart uh, family, and uh, sharing with everyone what works for you. I've picked up a whole bunch of different golden nuggets here that we're going to try to recap and but share. I, with everyone. I do have to share two more things. Yeah, go. Okay, so online website presence, 
Nah, I don't know. I guess it's important. I have a bitching website. You can check it out. Um, it's jsellssacramento.com. Um, but the reality is right now, nowadays, everybody wants testimonials and reviews. Everybody wants to see testimonials and reviews. And there's nothing better than meeting somebody new and then them, they always ask how long you've been a realtor. And I tell them I've been a realtor for 14 years. I'm one of the top realtors in the Sacramento Valley. Look me up online, look me up on Yelp, and you can see a bunch of testimonials and reviews. So right there, even though they don't know me and they weren't referred to me by somebody, they can look me up and they can learn anything they want to know about me and my business and how I've served my clients. So if, if you don't take anything at all away from this, know that you should be doing that. You should make, your, make, self your, make sure you're, you yourself are online, um, getting testimonials and reviews from your clients. Um, if you're in the Sacramento Valley, don't because I don't want the competition. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but no, in, in all honesty, that's very important. And another thing I do to harvest and to build relationships is I do client parties twice a year. And, you know, whether people show up or not, it's kind of irrelevant. What's reality is that they're invited. And just to be invited means the world to people. Everybody's got soccer. They've got baseball. They've got business associates. They've got business trips. They've got stuff going on. And you, not everybody's going to show up. So don't take it personal if they don't. Right. Just do it. Just do it. And it may get you out of your comfort zone. But you know what? We have to be working outside of our comfort zone if we want to be successful and you want to be building a good business. So. Those are great, great tips. So I imagine those, those are two spaced six months apart approximately. Yep. Like, yep. Okay. Good deal. Or a those year. Are, Depends on the year. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Well, Jay, thank you so much. Um, again, I really, really do appreciate you being um, with us, especially as busy as I know you are. Um, really, it was a sacrifice for you to carve out an hour and be here with us on the phone, um, webinar today. I thank you for that. And, um, but, um, all right, let's do a quick little recap here. Okay, so um, we have some options this week. So I'm gonna recap and I'm gonna give you all some homework if you've uh, joined us so far today here. One option is obviously, whoops, wrong way. One option is do nothing. You know, hey, that was great, this is good ideas and you just leave and you do nothing different next week. I never like that option. I go, you know, the second option would be, I want you to do something. So one option, um, second option here is I want you to spend two hours a day for the next um, week just building and organizing a database, making your database better, um, you know, um, doing the things that we talked about, you know, build, expand, you know, engage, et cetera, you know, um, but just, um, you know, focus on step one, which was the building. So for the first week, um, just focus on building it. And then next week, we'll get you expanding. Now, for those of you that want to, you're high achievers, you know, and you just want to do it all. So now spend two hours a day building, or two hours a week um, building, two hours expanding, two hours engaging, two hours in harvesting, do the whole thing. And um, either one of those routes, you should get some action because you're actually going to, I love Jay, I learned so much today about always be working. And you said working, working several times today, just work, do some work, either yep. do nothing or do some work, right? Yeah. And obviously you've shown us what, when you do a little bit of work, um, you know, the benefits you get. All right. Um, share your ideas with us or your um, feedback, your results. Hey, um, I followed what Jay said. I did this and I got an appointment. I want you guys to post that on our Smart Agent Ideas um, private Facebook group. 
If you haven't joined it yet, go to Facebook, um, put up in the search bar, Smart Agent Ideas, um, join the group. We'll have to accept you into the group, but Home Smart Agents, will get you into that group and we'll share. I just want you sharing ideas back and forth. Like what you're hearing on The Real Estate? Tell your friends about us. Tell them to check out all of our episodes on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and Spotify. And don't forget to send any topics you want us to tackle to the real estate at homesmart.com.